This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is The Vibe, live, just after five. We are the Reds Report. What a wonderful, wonderful, uh, busy week it's been for Barnsley. Uh, the results didn't quite go our way, but uh, plenty to talk about in the studio today, which is a good job we've got plenty of people in the studio. As always, the ever-present these days, Pete Selwood. Just covering, and I? Super sub. <laughs> Super sub, but you're always yeah. off the bench at the minute. Yeah, yeah, like Schmidt. <laughs> <laughs> Are you up there with Solskjaer? Yeah. O- overpaid. <laughs> Are you up there with Solskjaer? Me? Yeah. I fancy, I fancy myself tactically better than Solskjaer, if I'm honest with you. Yeah. I'm a good finisher. Not that I get much chance at left back for your team. <laughs> whatever. Welcome to Studio Pete. Nice to have you. I'm enjoying your shirt. It's a lovely yeah, shirt. Lovely, it? yeah. yeah, you look very cool as always. And also in the studio, just in case you didn't hear that very recognisable voice with the intro of uh, This is the Red Report, still in my part. Carlo, welcome back. We're back. Oh my <laughs> goodness, we've missed you. I know, I've missed it. Pete, this is the bit where we lie. Yes, it's been heartbreaking, hasn't it? Last oh week. my oh, goodness, right. I don't know how I we've survived how we've without you. I've on. made sure you had at least one live listener every week, because I was there. <laughs> Alexa, play the vibe on TuneIn, and I was there. It's, more of, you it's more of a podcast, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, it's more of a... <laughs> Have you been enjoying the show? Yes, yeah. It's weird, you know. It's a bit like driving, isn't it? You know, when you're driving, somebody else is driving your car, mm, and you feel yeah. that sort of, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm like that, I suppose. A bit of a, not a control freak, but it's yeah. like, oh, that song would have been really good. Or Why didn't they mention that? But yeah. It's still the best show. Well, welcome know. back, Carl. Thank We've kept the car nice and clean. Thank We've you. We've kept yeah, it polished. Good. We've yeah. Pete's done hoovering. Yeah, I'd look up. And yeah. uh, the car's full of petrol, as Filled always. Filled up as well. We're ready to go. Yeah, ready to go. <laughs> Lots to talk about, so we better crack on, really. Mm. It's been a very busy week. So we'll start at the beginning, I suppose, as we always do in timeline order. Um, Reading. Reading 2, Barnsley nil. Carlo, thoughts? Yeah, it's one of them, isn't it, where we're on a, a good run, three wins, three clean sheets, and it just seemed to be that when it's that, th- that third was like three in a week, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, um, it just blow apart all around, wasn't it, I thought. Um, poor, and we. I think the, the thing that I took from it, I think even the players knew they can do better, but I think it was just too much of an ask at that high intensity that we played to do that three times in one week because it, it just didn't work. Do you feel like we were out of steam there, Pete? Um, 
Obviously, we changed it to the five again as well, which is a bit of a... I don't particularly like the five. I'm more... I like the diamond. I'm a big fan of the diamond. Yeah. But I think it's, you can't expect the lads to be doing it week, week in, week out. In What was it? What was it? Saturday, Saturday Wednesday... You can have blips and stuff, and even in the game, you thought, Do you know, we could have snuck a point there, or or even won it. They they they're nothing. Reading aren't very good. At least when when we play like that, we go, we can be better. Yeah. Whereas I think some teams like Middlesbrough are trudging through, playing like that all the way through. So when we don't play good football now, we're disappointed. Which yeah. is a good point to be at because we were worried at the start of the season because we we're just getting battered. Yeah. Yeah. Did we deserve a point, Carol? I don't know because you don't always get what you deserve do you I think at times we just looked you know 60% of what we can do yeah uh, they put the ball in the back of the net we didn't and, and therefore we don't deserve because we didn't I looking back on it I thought you know I'd rather probably lose away at Reading than that important you know we've got three fixtures coming mm. up again in a couple of weeks where we play Wigan Stoke and Luton those are three all in April all in April all in a row huge let's let's I don't mind losing at Reading because now it's about, to me, picking points up at home. It's 10 games left, isn't it? You know, you need yeah. to pick your points up at home, but especially against those around us. We Being need to take teams within a monster's big exactly. six-point game. Exactly. So I still I just think run, we've got enough to stay up. Yeah, I'll just run through some stats just to make a point, and I'll just ask Pete a bit of a question. Possession, 38% for Reading, 62 for Barnsley. Shot, 7 for Reading, 23 for Barnsley. Shots on target, 4 for Reading. Shots on target for Barnsley, 6 Corners, we had twice as many corners as them as well. We had four, they had two. Pete, we lost, but didn't get any points from the game. Would you have been more disappointed had we not been the best team? You know, if we'd have been absolutely dire and yeah, t- I mean, took three or four steps back. It feels like we didn't go backwards. We didn't get a point, but in terms of how we played... No, but earlier in the season, we'd have lost that by a few and we wouldn't have even competed. And we'd have gone one down and we'd have probably then gone on to lose three or four. Hmm. There is still a... It says a lot that now that performance we go that was a rubbish performance, whereas actually earlier in the season we were defending those kind of performances yeah. and going, well actually look at this blah blah blah. Now at least we're willing to go. Wasn't very good, but the, I mean the possession is unbelievable under Struber. Yeah. What was it? What was it away at Hull in first half? Like sixty-eight percent. Yeah. Yeah. That's unbelievable away as well. Like it, it's getting better. It's just have we have we got enough? It paints a picture as well, isn't it? If you look at the number of tackles in a match, we're Top of, top of the championship so we tackle a lot we have a lot of possession it's all that pressing game isn't it you give him six seven seconds and 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 whoever is in that area you you, you dart towards it you try and get the ball i mean off when him. it works but a lot it was a lot of sideways and backwards yeah. again i thought against reading when but, it works it works and oh, it, yeah. it produces results and it, it's if anything like pizza it's brilliant to watch isn't it it's really it's it's a lot better to watch i mean i'd argue that the best football we actually played this this year was the game we lost against blackburn yeah, yeah. we both went gorgeous, one, a beautiful football, really, really nice. Um, I say at least the, fo- the football's got better. It's at least we look a bit more steely. If we go on to win another three out of the next four, mm. we'd take that one. We we would have took yeah, that last three out of four. Mm. That that came from nowhere really because I think when when Struber came in, we peaked a little bit. Then we troughed yeah. again. And then we've had that peak. I just don't want the trough to last very long this time. No, exactly. I think um, Solbauer came out straight after and sort of said, I've told all the lads, you know, heads up, we can play better. We know this. You know, this is Solbauer. Everybody wrote off after one performance. Yeah, that's him. Um, a leader, isn't he? And, and, and yeah, he's emerging as that leader that we've been crying for. Well, Chaplin spoke about that in his press conference today, for enough. He very much backed that point up the fact that the mentality's changed all of a sudden. All right, the, the performance was there and the result wasn't. But they're not giving up, and they feel like it's coming. Mm. I know people are going to mock the Austrian league, and that's an easy thing to do. But the fact is, Sol is he's been captain of a team that is used to winning. Yeah. Yes. So that, that mentality, mentality will go throughout everyone else. Whereas if you're used to losing, it just gets to everyone, doesn't it? And it almost like you look at Uddersfield, the way and the way a lot of teams drop out of the Premier League and then continue to lose. It's because they've just accepted that losing is now yeah. the norm, isn't it? Yeah. And well, you need players in there who are used to winning. I mean, since you were last in the studio, Carl, we've noticed a few more appearances for certain players. Yeah. Struber's now gone from probably having a trusted 12, 13. He's probably got a trusted 15, 16 now, which is, can only help us. I know you said that it didn't help because there were a quick turnaround the games, but this week we've got a week. So we should be ready this week. Yeah, I think um, I think he finds it because of the Saturday, Tuesday or Saturday, Wednesday matches, 
um, especially the younger players. And what I like, and also at the point is, he's not afraid to make a substitution, is he? You know, was it twenty six minutes in? I love her. Uh, first you know, second half straight away. You knew with Standall, it was all yeah. raised around about sixty sixty five minutes. Mm. If he was going to make a change, heck, he was the same. 28 minutes in was it who did we play a couple of weeks ago 28 minutes in and, and, and he made a change and it's like that's what you want isn't it and I think as a player because as players they know that that's not working or he's struggling and if that person is replaced I think that improves the morale that, that sort of desire to win and to just keep battling away because that's what we have to do we, we play fantastic football let's win ugly Three points, that's what it's about, isn't it? Doesn't accept mediocrity, Stuber. Stuber. Yeah, yeah oh, no, so I no. think that doesn't let people be mediocre. No, so I mean, that's probably a case of put that one behind us and uh, we'll move on. We'll move on and uh, we'll come back this segment and uh, we'll talk about news. There's plenty to talk about, including Dan Murphy. Spiral Cap, it's a good choice of song there, Carlo. Oh, thanks. Well done, it's about time, that's one in 12. Yeah, but, you know, it, it's the one that counts, isn't it? It's well, all about today, it's all about in Spiral Carpets. <laughs> only, play- as good, only as good as your last song. Well, this is it. Yeah, that's right, we've been playing some great tracks oh, while Carlo... I think Monkey's next. It's nice to have you back though, Carlo. <laughs> thanks very much, We, Thank we you. have missed you. Uh, it's been a tough time at home. Yeah, it's, um, I think... Uh, we did the uh, Chelsea and I did me for the Liam Jones legacy, we did. Uh, and there's a lot of talk all over social media. You've got the uh, the walk that uh, is doing. Come on, goalkeeper. Oh, Mark Crossley. Mark Crossley, you're Loves doing it yourself. Done Crossley. Yeah, <laughs> and and a lot of people talking about mental health. And yeah, we've now for I mean it's been four or five months, but, but yeah, 16 year old daughter uh, hearing voices, suicide. Also, mm-hmm. it's 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 not been easy. I've spent a lot of nights in hospital and admissions and uh, well, uh, what do you call it, mental health act and all that sort of stuff. And you sometimes forget, don't you? Because we talk about you know it's good to talk, but actually for kids, especially at 16 last year, seniors. Mm. 
it's tough, isn't it? Oh, so, pressure. Oh, a lot of social pressure, peer it is. pressure. And, and you know it's bad when you're at Oakwell at 12 o'clock. Well. Yeah. When you're, you're at Oakwell 12 o'clock setting up the broadcast equipment for hospital radio and actually thinking, I don't even want to be here. Yeah. And, and, and that's when I sort of knew. So, um, you know, when a 16 year old goes on a therapy five times a week, you know, it's. But, it's help and it's help that she needed. Yeah. So, and, and I'm now, I said to Pete earlier on, I'm at a point now when I can sit here and not have to worry or check my phone because I know yeah. with the medication and the therapy there is sort of like a little bit of improvement and that's all we want. So, well, I just wanted to ask, I you know we like to address the elephant in the room and it's just nice that you've opened up and I really appreciate that. Yeah. And, and obviously, we've all, we're always like, it's good to talk as we say. It is, it is. It's good and to I, lead I, by example. I, I suppose. Well, exactly. It's no use for us doing a Lehman Jones legacy thing and suffering in silence because, um, yes, I don't blame all over social media because obviously my daughter's on social media as well but I talked to her today said do you mind if I say why I've been off and she put no and she says because I'm not the only one no and that's true isn't it so um, yeah it, and, and I think as you know I love nothing more than sitting here talking about Barnsley FC but with people as well and like you say you know you've got home lives and you work and things go off so um, it's the first time in a long time when actually sort of said to you listen I can't make it I've got things yeah. going off at home and not feeling guilty about it because actually it was really important that when I was at home. So, but it's 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 nice to be back. And to be fair, studio looks well. You've obviously hoovered and dusted and yep. all that. So, is that Peter? Did you do that? Peter did that. Yeah. I would upload it podcast. Podcasts are, are well listened to. Yeah, we're probably getting more numbers without you. So, I mean, if you want to disappear, anytime, I'll get me cold. <laughs> on a much much lighter <laughs> note, Elliot Simmons. News regarding signing a new contract until twenty twenty three. Pete, good. You're uh, a fan of that. Uh, good. It's a great signing for League One. <laughs> it's really prepping, really prepping for League One. Um, no, I, I think oh, he's good, yeah. And I think um, he's not a midfielder. Let's. I know a lot of people raved about him when he played on the left side of that diamond. Yeah. yeah. That's. I, I think it's because they just like the idea of a young lad having a chance. But I, I think that's all. But it's a good. But again, it's a good sign. I think he's a good prospect, and yeah. that. And I think if we do go down, I think he's exactly one of these people who can come through and really shine I can't see him ever being a first team regular in the championship but if we but in league one and, and off the bench in the championship I think he's of the right standard that we need you see I disagree I think he is opponent specific his position depending on who we play and I think in league one he could probably play on the left hand side or the right hand side yeah not necessarily the championship I think I think people no. are too wily in the midfield yeah, yeah. having yeah. said that I did see him come off bench at Derby I were there and uh, he absolutely runs you over 20-25 minutes yeah, did, in yeah. what were a big occasion first, I mean, first, I, first touch ain't fantastic no <laughs> Carlo yeah um, hot and cold isn't it do you, seem like, do you feel like he could grow into a very potentially a great player for Barnsley in the future yeah I th- yeah but I think he needs to get that chance in League One because now it's bits and bats, isn't it? What was the match a couple of weeks ago? We had Odor and Simowis down the same side. Yes. And I thought, that's the future of Barnsley FC. Mm. That's where the mill, the next, mm. not maybe John Stone's money, but that's where the next big transfer is coming from. But then Odor's been sort of hot and cold. Uh, Simowis is an impact player at the moment or yeah. when he gets his time. But the position we're in, you know, we're st- obviously we're still in the bottom three. To sign a contract, I think, says a lot about the lad as well. About yeah, yeah. you know, we're still learning, and this is probably one of the better teams to learn your trade in, isn't it? So, because he will get the chance. Other news, Pete, regarding another attacking player of us, uh, Coy Woodrow, player of the month, deserved yeah, absolutely. I, d- I don't know why they even put up. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Soul Bauer, you could argue Soul Bauer. Well, yeah, I think he'd be close because. People, fans vote for it. Woodrow, we're always going to win it. But uh, for me, I, I think it is Solbauer because of an impact that he has made on the team. But probably, I'd say, individually, y- you can't look past Woodrow maybe in what he's done. But I'd say the impact that Solbauer's made for me is maybe bigger. Just, yeah, for a diff- yeah. just the difference well, yeah. when he's in the team. When's the last time we had three clean sheets in a row? You know, and I know he needed a bit of, you know, adjusting. You know, this is English football championships is completely different league that he's used to. But he's a leader, isn't he? You know, Not just that. A lot of people when they when they say like adjusting that, like, how do you, you need to play with people? Yeah. and realize what their strengths are. Yeah, what their you need to get to know them, don't you? And that is at any level. I think a lot of people have footballing who have really footballing opinions and don't look into that. I've never played football. That's what it comes down to. A lot yeah. of fans have never played football. Any don't level. understand that. It's about individuals, and it's about like, do you right? So do you pass it into his feet? Do you throw it long? Yeah. You don't know that yeah. in the first couple of games. No, and you got to train something like that. So it does take a while. 
just know how to play better with your... And, and that's at any level, isn't it? Yes, that's of course. And there's certain players where you know if I fizz it into your feet, you're controlling that, you turn out. But some players, you know, they don't want that. They don't want it on the shoulder. It. Or exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you learn that as it goes on. But he's adapted quickly. He's obviously making a difference in the dressing room. Yeah, I like him. I really, really do. And I think when you talk about transfer period and people say, you know, blowing it, we needed this, we needed that. Okay, we always said the defence is an issue. Um, Mads Anderson got his rest and he's still resting. Um, and I think he, he, he just, Halme and Solbauer, unless there's an injury or a red card, I don't think anybody else is going to look at it. Yeah, yeah. Has that drug test saved the season? <laughs> <laughs> That's one way you're looking at it. Isn't it? Allegedly, <laughs> so many variables, isn't there? Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. that can affect mad, stuff like it? that. Yeah. Um, I know there's a topic uh, that was raised last night, which you'd like to talk about, uh, well, yeah. Eric Dyer. Oh, there. I seen a tweet. Yeah. I seen a tweet. I think from he's you. getting way too much slack, mate. I thought it was pathetic, actually. Because like, so just just describe for people that's not right, seen so what's he, happened. You didn't see it last night. Basically, after the game, Eric Dyer's missed one of the penalties. This is Tottenham versus out. Tottenham versus Norwich. Yeah, and FA Cup, FA Cup, fifth no, round, uh, fifth, fifth round, fifth round. Okay, and uh, end of the game. Obviously, they're doing the thing where the players go round, and then suddenly Eric Dyer just jumps into the crowd and starts hurdling over chairs. I've seen the video. It's yeah, and he hurdles over chairs and that, and everyone's going like, oh, professional footballer can't do that and stuff and then there were some people who were I think Tottenham fans started a rumour that he was trying to uh, get someone who'd said something racist which by the way no matter how racist that person is you aren't hearing him 20 rows back yeah because he went yeah, a long way back yeah yeah, yeah yeah um, he's been getting a lot of flack today like about professional stuff but apparently someone his brother was in a fight oh right in, After, in the stand in the stand his brother was in a fight apparently there's been an issue where he's missed a penalty someone started giving his brother and his mum a bit of grief. Yeah. His brother's obviously tried to defend it because he's next to his mum and that. And I think it's a bit harsh. I think I think he's going to get a, like a big ban. But I, do, I think I think Mourinho summed it up really, really well. He said he has done something that a professional footballer cannot do, but he has done something that every human being Completely. would do. Or would like to do. Yeah, of course do. Like if my brother's in the stands like that, I'd go and... As much as you dislike it. I mean, I dislike well, my honestly, brother. But, but if he asks, but I'd stick but, up for him. But if he asks me today... Would you do that for me? I'd tell him, no, take the kicking you deserve, you little yeah. arsehole. But, <laughs> but in real life, if I see that thing, that's what happens. And you go and protect your family. That's what it's about, isn't it? So I'd say, leave him alone. I mean, Sometimes it, we see footballers, we treat them as like robots and they are human beings. When it comes to penalties, though, can anybody really get on Eric Dyer's back for penalties? You think about, he's, he's given, scored the biggest penalty in England. He's probably. given some of us one of the happiest moments of our life. Exactly.
This is for the fans. The Vibe. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Roll With It. That's exactly what we're doing on this Thursday afternoon here in the Vibe studio on the Reds Report. We are rolling with it. Pete, Oasis documentary out on Netflix now, Supersonic. Seen it? No, I haven't seen it, mate. I've... I like I like Oasis. I don't like them as much as a lot of people. So people seem to like, if you really like them, you like Well, I kind like of fell from a bit mad more. Mad for it, and I... You're right. Yeah. Having watched the documentary, I fell no, from a little no, bit. No. A little bit more. I find them a bit irritating. Carlo, Oasis fan? No. <laughs> Thought I might as well come Chris, out of I'm too old for that, Chris, that is not the big documentary news for Netflix. It's Sunderland. Sunderland Till I Die. <laughs> yes. Season 2, <laughs> April 1st. Well, that's where we're going next. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I, was, I, I was hoping for the Bond premiere, but obviously that's been put back, so I might yes. as well start watching We're not going to mention now. that virus on the air at all. We're not going to panic. Carlo, how is this big in, uh, in Holland? Because obviously you're from Holland, aren't you? Uh, <laughs> Right, let's talk about Dane Murphy then. <laughs> <laughs> I know, see, Pete, we... Uh, we played is James Bond big in Holland? I, I imagine he must be pretty big. Yeah, yeah, it's all right, yeah. Do a shake and not stirred in like, your Holland Barnsley accent. Shake and not Shaker. stirred. <laughs> That's like a He Welsh is my lover and also my brother. More <laughs> <laughs> gold member, innit? Oh, it? my goodness. <laughs> Dane Murphy. Yeah, yeah he's got a good accent. Yeah, slightly different than mine, but... Um, um, yeah, interesting. Um, a, the timing of it, because uh, a lot of people have said that, you know, it's been very silent following the January transfer window and not really heard anything or seen anything. And I think there's a couple of bits of there that needs to be um, looked into further, which obviously we're going to do now. Yeah. And obviously extend the open invitation to the club for anybody from the club, if they ever want to come to the studio here and do it live with us on the vibe. The invite's always there. I mean, we do talk to a lot of people at fans on and things like that, yeah. but the invite's always there from coming to the studio. Yeah, I think there's a couple of things in there, uh, you know, talking about uh, they try and influence the... So, the, so yeah. the team selection is, is Gerhard Struber. But yeah, if you want to go on we'll talk team selection first. Yeah. Go for it. Go yeah, on. it's just... Go for it, Carlo. Well, he's, he's allegedly written into his contract that he is... Struber is to pick the team, the 11 and the 7. I mean, and that's comp- that and should it. be in every manager's contract. That's, that's a it? job, isn't it? Like, well, yeah, yeah. well, you just assume yeah. you would assume that that would happen. Yes, but I think Dave Murphy's take on it is that well, football's forever changing. You have directors of football, you yeah, have yeah, coaches, yeah. you have first team managers, first team coaches, and therefore that these roles have to now be defined. And he says that he's never produced a contract with a manager in the MLS or whatever he's worked previously without that in it. So apparently, that is the common. Courtesy my, in this day and age. My only problem with that is I see Dane Murphy as running the business side of this football club, figures, profit, loss. When you talk about tactics, diamonds, formation, all that, that should be Struber and his first team staff, including Craig Sedgwick, who's the physiotherapist of saying, yeah, he's good, that could be... I don't think that a director or a CEO should say, I think you ought to include him. I think I, th- I see. I, I'm I'm going to disagree as always. I think somebody like Paul Conway possibly shouldn't be getting involved in team selection. Somebody like Dave Murphy. We're talking about an highly educated man here who's who's, who's got degrees coming out of his eyeballs. Mm. He's played football at a decent level. Yeah. He's signing these players in future, hoping that they're going to grow into magnificent players. They're either going to a get us higher up championship or b make us a great profit. Yeah. There's nothing within, in my opinion, putting his putting his putting his own opinion forward whether Struber ignores that or not chooses to yeah he can put his opinion forward and I'm fine with that but as long as Struber has the final say yeah yeah. and also Struber to me seems like a man who you won't cross him yeah exactly (laughs) I I don't think he'll be easily swayed by someone and I think if you look at Struber and all his staff week in week out on the training pitches you know in the gym he's there with the players Dane is sorting out the, the you know the bigger issues in the club or whatever you want to call it. If you see people in training, it's a bit like us, isn't it? Turning up on a Saturday and saying, "Oh no, I wouldn't play him," and I'd take Anderson out and, and put him. I, I I don't know. I I get football is changing. I mean, but what you've just said then, Carlo, has, has, has proved to be a great decision. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I just think leave the football and talk to the people that we've hired to do these to make these tactical but, yeah. decisions. Again, in defence of Dave Murphy, he further goes on to state that pretty much your point that they paid the money to bring Gerhard Struber yeah, in yeah. to do that job, and therefore he's gonna do that job, and we're gonna let him do that. Yeah. yeah. The only thing, again, that implies though that maybe that wasn't the case with Stendhal. 
That's the implication that it, it says to me that that's because they're making such a deal of it that Struper gets to pick the team. That says to me that Stendhal might not have been. But I think the same I think there was it. also a trust issue with Stendhal, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. And that turned out to be viable. <laughs> And listen, yeah. it only matters when you lose against it. We talk yeah, about yeah, this yeah, if we yeah, lose. Yeah. If that would have been the, exactly the same with Stendhal last season, we weren't bothered because we were winning. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, the in the interview went on with Dane Murphy and went on to cover, holding on to key players yeah. and talked about key players like Chaplin, Woodrow, Brown, all being approached in January. We managed yeah. to turn them away under previous ownership, under previous finances. That, yeah. would, that wouldn't have happened, Pete. No, definitely not. It, it depends how concrete, I guess, the offers were and whether the offers were derisory. Yeah. Because I wouldn't be surprised if someone came in with a, a cheeky, like, three million for Woodrow. Yeah. So they can say, we're trying to sign a striker, but actually, you know, that's not enough money. I mean, he's a 10 million pound player, isn't he? For me, anyway. Mm. So one of his quotes is, the idea is to keep our core group together. Mm. I'm not the American accent. And uh, we believe we're going to stay in the champion. And we believe we're going to stay in the championship. Well, they have anybody, to. Do they have to believe? Do we have to believe? Do you believe? Of course, I believe. Pete, I am optimistic. I like that. Somebody at work keeps asking me. It's really annoying me because I like to know all the answers. I don't know if you've noticed that, Carlo. He keeps asking me. Our oh, bars are going to get relegated, and I really want to say no, but I don't. I. I don't. I don't think we'll be um, relegated. I do like the fact of this ownership, and they, they've had a lot of flat. They're only in it for the money. Well, the financial figures show. Welcome that they're to not. capitalism. Yeah. We'll move on to finan- we'll move on to financial <laughs> figures yeah. in terms of keeping this core together. Carlo. Yeah. Alex Mollat was the other player mentioned, Super. having a year left on his contract at this moment in time. The, there is another offer on the table to extend that. Yeah. That'll be an interesting one because I, I suppose that's got two versions, hasn't it? Mm. That's your League One contract. <laughs> that's your Championship yes. contract. But it's good because too often we left it too late. So, and I think... Well, he's they, not upset they, anything uh, yet. So no, I know, but the, I think late. they need to show he knows what he's worth. The fans know what he's worth. I think the club needs to show mm. that they know what he's worth as well. Um, and, and uh, again, we said it before, and if he continues to play like he, he is doing, um, Redfern... Hignett, Howard, Hurian. Hurahan, Mowat, he'll, he'll, he'll go in that sort of you know vein of players that we've had in that role. So, so also in any other job, if you become captain, which means, you know, let's class it as another job, that's a supervisor role, that's a management role or whatever you want to call it, you get a pay rise. You get a pay more. That's how it works, yeah. yeah. And he's yeah. become a senior member of the group, so that's how it works. Would you expect to see some kind of clause in terms of a release clause in that contract? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And what, what number would you be... I, I would be happy to put in a 10 million clause and if a club is willing to pay that I'd go fair play if you get a big move Alex you've done well for us shake your hand good on you go enjoy the rest of your career and then we use that 10 million and we can invest elsewhere and just like the finances which we're going to move on to a minute are showing we are reinvesting that money exactly yeah, yeah. so that's what had happened Carlo yeah 100% um I'm all right in thinking Mowat was sort of brought in when Hurahan left, you know, mm. and that, that was sort of like the next, and it, it, you know, maybe it took a little while, we've been up, down, but I think he's proving now, when things are not going well, he's always there, isn't he, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, he's and, the consistent. And he keeps battling away, and he's got a nasty side to him, which I absolutely love. It's not just about putting in a tackle, by the way, you know, when people say like, oh, when you're showing, showing bravery on the pitch. It's not just about putting in our tackles. It's about when you're not playing well and you've misplaced a few passes, keep trying to play those exactly. passes. Yeah, yeah. Tim Murphy also asked about the transfer policy. Uh, has it failed? Has it failed? No. In the short term, everyone is looking back at the comments made this summer. I don't think you can say it has failed, but I also don't think it has been successful. It is incomplete. It is a long-term approach. Is that anything less than what we've been saying on here for the past year? Mm. I, my only concern is, when they came in two years ago, it was a long-term. That long-term, that has to start at some point. Mm. When are you going to say, yes, it's failed or yes, it's worked? Because you can always say after a bad season, well, it's a long-term project. I think they're right in what they're doing and... and, and majority of the players that we've brought in have proven that although it took some adjusting they are able to play well in this league and, and, and become an asset for the club I think what it's shown is that not everybody's here to take loads of millions off us and then run off and, and leave us in the shit so to speak which they're not they're not doing that no um, you know the figures show that we're in a deficit 
But, and I think it's at 3.4 million or whatever. However, we're owed over 5 million in transfer fees. So that's a profit. Because when you sell a player for 10 million, it's not like, yeah, right, yeah, let yeah. me just do a back payment. They'll often do it over a three or five year period. So, yes. obviously, five fans million. Forget, so, fans forget that as well. Yeah. That 10 million isn't there to be spent no, it, immediately. It, no. It's not football manager. It's not FIFA. No, no exactly. Right, it's not. Yeah. yeah. And I think if you look at some other clubs in this region, um, not too far away from us, that they can learn a little bit about the financial prudence, is that a word? Of, of, oh, you, you mean know. the S postcode? Well, that one, the R drove past it today. I would, I will go out and get absolutely hammered if they get a points deduction. I would love I it. Will, I, will go I would love it. Absolutely mad. There are guidelines to our philosophy and to our mode of approach, and it's a work in progress as we try to reach something that's self sustaining. And different from the norm. I love the fact it's different from the norm. I love the fact we're not signing players on 10, 15 grand a week. Journeymen. Mm, they're yeah. not doing it. I love that we're buying hungry young players. And we're seeing these players develop. The issue that I have is we fall in love with these players. And we lose them eventually. Just hope we lose them for the right money. In terms of that approach then. And that long term investment. And the long term success that they're looking at. What does that look like for you Pete? Are we talking five years in the championship? Sustainable five years and profit? I think... It's just <sighs> not going down is a big part of it. Yeah. How long farther? Yeah, but if you go back up, if we if it's long term project and they came in, and then the first year we went down, second year went up, first year went down, that's still that's still not even plateaued. That's failed. Yes. So we'd have to come back up straight look, away again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to come up. We've could have to come up. And stay up. Straight, not just stay up. We have to come up and finish in the top half for you to say over a five-year period this yeah. has been a successful thing. So for me, it's just stay in the championship and slowly, gradually moving up the league. And hopefully, the system that we have, when the football league finally decides to punish teams for cheating, which is Derby. looking Sheffield look, Wednesday, Derby, Sheffield Wednesday, and it's not even that. Man City. Look, look what Leeds have done. Let's have a look. Man City haven't done anywhere near as bad. As nope. Sheffield Wednesday or Derby. Exactly. Just got you look at the figures of Man City's and you think that's a lot more. But ratio wise and percentage wise, nowhere near the level that Derby and Sheffield Wednesday yes. are at. Yeah. So maybe this system we've put in is sustainable, I think that. Mm. And if they start actually punishing teams and teams have to have just keep two financial fair play, we're in one of the best positions in the league. Yeah. And I think the EFL had a meeting then a couple of weeks ago and a vast majority of Champions League teams um, voted for if if you're going to do something, it needs to be done. You, you, it's a bit like the, you can't bring a law in and then when somebody breaks it, not punish them because what's the use of that law being there, that rule being there, the financial fair play? Yes. We're trying to stick to it. You know, an owner can't just say, oh, you know, we spent four million too much. Tell you what, sell me the pitch for four million and then it will we'll balance the books. Because we, we could do that. Potentially, we could do that with yeah. the money we've got. Yeah. But Carlo, one last quote we'll look at and then we'll, we'll move on and we'll play a nice song and, and then we'll move on to the last segment. Yeah. It's an approach that we're going to use data to help us recruit players and I don't think they're going to move away from that anytime soon. The guidelines are there and set in place and there's something we adhere to, but they're the soft guidelines. In January, circumstances changed and we needed to bolster our backline to put everything in place to try and stay in the championship. We amended some of our policies to get the job done. That quote basically rounds up what we've been saying on this show. The fact that the board are quite new to this game in terms of the championship in England. Have they learned? Is that is that a sign that they're learning? Well, at the last fans forum I went to, there was an indication that they said that's what we'd like to do. But if we find ourselves deep in trouble in January, we will look elsewhere. We, we need to do whatever is best for the team. So... Um, is it a sustainable model? I think they do have to look because we, we you know, we did struggle. Um, I think a couple of the players that we've bought, according to this data analysis sheet, have just not worked out. I mean, I read that George Miller scored a goal for Scunthorpe. If anybody's interested, because I don't think he's had a Jordan Green scored of a week as well. He scored. He's captain. But, but, but yeah, but these yeah. are all the players. Oh, not exactly. Good enough. And 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 they were they were bought for the sheet, weren't they? You know what I mean? And we were in League One at the time. But, but I feel like they were to boost bolster the squad. I don't ever think they were I always thought they were a bit part players. Would why buy them though? If 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 you done your analysis, this person will be an asset to this club. You you yeah. buy them to play for you, don't you? To make mm. you better. But um, but then just another part. I've not I've not actually made notes on this, but I remember a part of it saying that some of the players in which we do buy from the lower leagues the outgoings on them in terms of how much they cost and how much the wages are way outweigh the risk of them not 
develop it into yeah, what we might yeah, want yeah, them yeah, to. Suppose, yeah. And the fact that it's really a low risk, and we'll get that money back anyway when we either sell them on. Well, I think Jordan Green's probably a low risk, same with George Miller. They both money wise. lower leagues and start yeah. scoring. Either Bayo, if he starts scoring in the lower leagues and stuff. That's, I think the system's there because people will pay a lot more money for a younger player. Yes. And, and I think. I like the fact that they're willing to adapt because the system is. You can't remember, American sport is so, so different. We don't have big transfer fees in America. They don't have that. So that's coming. You think they just get drafted in and then you finish contract and you sign forever you want. So it's good that they're adapting and, in, and I think it will hopefully work in the end. Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. You are listening to The Vibe. This is The Red Report. I'm Chris Ridgard. In the studio, we have the man, Carlo van der Water in back. The man, the myth, the legend. You all right, Carlo? Yeah, I'm just... Are you enjoying yourself? Looking what this is. Yes, yeah, I that's am. A, that's a oh, microphone. That. I know, I know you've forgotten. You've not been here for a while, have you? <laughs> you've been busy. We talked about you. Yes. Pete, mm-hmm. you're the busiest man in South Yorkshire at a minute in oh, time. Yeah, well, apart from Struber. I do a bit, yeah. What have you been up well. to? Uh, well, still knocking uh, about your mate Jack Carroll. Uh, yeah, we got a gig. giving it big un. Thanks. Uh, we got a gig uh, Sheffield City Hall next. Um, Tickets bought on Thursday. Carroll, okay. do you uh, next Thursday? When's that? Next Thursday. Thursday, uh, Memorial Hall. You won't so be on the show the next Thursday then. I'm planning on coming to the show for first forty-five, and then we jump on motorway. Oh yes, yeah, so, I mean I don't think it starts like half eight. So you might come to the show. Mm, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot set up. 
Fair enough. And Carvo, uh, you, you didn't go to the one in Barnsley. No, no. To, tickets and everything. Would you like then, a yeah. ticket? Because I'm going. Snake. Get back to me. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'll have to see just how the home situation is. So well, I can't plan anything in advance. Uh, apparently there's loads of tickets because nobody wants to go and watch Pete be arrogant. I so, would. Um, I was the first one to buy tickets for you. Yeah, there's rumours, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've seen it I once already. I was good. But I'm going with our good friend... Barnsley FC Statsman oh, right. Andy Goodwin Oh yeah yeah Who's yeah. also played centre back For uh, mine and Pete's team Pete Cross keys woo, woo. You enjoyed it this this Sunday Yeah it's alright Yeah I was playing against Usain Bolt Yeah the right he, wing He got sent off though He couldn't handle it. He did you. get sent off You got in his head you I, got in I, I did a bit yeah <laughs> Yeah, he got sent off. Well, you, you threatened to headbutt the referee, you get sent off. Yeah, it's not. At that level. It's not the thing to do with level. it. 4-2 down with 15 minutes left. Do you want to talk about my precise through ball with the outside of my I foot to make it 4-3? I was back at... No, I didn't think you would. Do you want to talk back. about the time I beat three-minute box and then fell over for a penalty? No, it, it, was, it was one of the worst dives I've seen. Was it a penalty? <laughs> no. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You fell no, over. Right, it was a penalty. I beat two. It I pushed ball past the third one. It was a penalty in La Liga. It was not a penalty <laughs> in the Mexpro League. Mexpro Liga. No, we, so we keep busy, Carl. You have to come and watch us sometime. When, when you've got... What time do you kick off? Go Sunday. 11, 11 on a Sunday. On a Sunday. I know. It is early, isn't it, Carlo? Particularly when you're driving from home Firth. Yeah. Very early. But he gets a starting shirt every week now, Carlo, so he can't complain, can he? <laughs> Deserved, though. Oh, I agree. Knows. There's some dross. Shall we um, talk about Barnsley? <laughs> Shall we talk about Barnsley? Yeah. yeah, come on then. We've got a game on Saturday. I yeah. talk well. Cardiff. Winnable. Very winnable. We're going to be there, Carlo. You're yes. going to be there, Pete? Definitely. Back for the fan zone? Yes. All uh, being well. Weather permitting. Weather permitting. Weather permitting. Uh, there'll be some uh, some storm named after some chav off a council estate, no doubt, that might try and cause issues. But fingers crossed, what's we'll the be next? there. What, it's, it were Jorge, wasn't it? So what's the next one, sir? Uh, I think... Does it not, is, it, is it whoever finds it? H-I-J... So it'll be K next. Okay. So that's... A, that's oh, that's, that, that lends into a lot of chavvy names, doesn't Ooh. it? Kiara. Well, had, we've already had Kiara. Oh, right. Yeah. I've always found Kieran quite chavvy. We're just upsetting half of our audience. <laughs> Kane, Kane with a K. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of them around Barnsley, yeah. yeah. Or just K. I remember Joe and, oh, uh, my goodness, you know we've gone off track. Carry on, Pete. The Chronicle do uh, the Baby of the Year thing. Yeah. That is so much fun. <laughs> just reading some of the terrible names. K, just a letter, like in Men in Black. Diesel, great stuff. Not, not Vin, just Diesel. <laughs> great. Goodness me. Cardiff, at home. Yes. Carlo, can we get three points? The yeah, much, much I mean, needed three yeah. points now, aren't there? People will say if you win Fulham at home and Fulham away, anything is winnable. I think it's very much. I think the fact that they've had a week to prepare for this is definitely in our benefit. The fact that we're playing at home, um, it's Neil Harris in it. Um, He's not my favourite manager, but he's normally sets them up. Very good at galvanising a team. Very yeah. good at galvanising. We've had him earlier in the season, haven't we? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. manager at the time, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, no, it, it is winnable. It is. And I think if the lads... You want to see a reaction from the Reading match, don't you? And um, heads in the right place. Yeah. I, th- I think it, because it's... We're down to the last 10, 10 fixtures now. Yeah. Last 10 matches. And, so. and home games are running out. Exactly. So it, this is now when it matters. We've had a week to prepare, Pete. Struber has shown that with a week to prepare and time, he can get his team set up mm. in much better dimension or shape as proven against Middlesbrough in terms of yeah. like he changed the shape, he'd watch Middlesbrough inside out. You can't do that in two or three days. No, you can't. So it's having had the week to prepare for this Cardiff game, you'd expect to see Barnsley in a much better shape than what we did against Reading. Definitely, I think his press will be better. I think we'll be more slick with passing. I think if Millwall come and just try and be the hard men and try and just keep it simple and all that I think we've got more than enough to get round it's not Neil Harris is it because Neil Harris is at Cardiff now isn't he oh it's Cardiff it is Cardiff oh sorry no no, I I said yeah but it's only because I think Neil Harris is now setting Cardiff up like Millwall very much so my mistake guys no no no. well we have got Millwall coming up as well so that's in back of his mind we've just been looking at fixture list and you'd expect us to really take a few points up next two or three just a lot of big big players they're, they're large Cardiff Birmingham Middlesbrough Sheffield Wednesday they just look like bouncers you know like you play for your Mexborough league mm. it just looks like people that work in town on a Saturday night and they'll let's have a kick about because they're all so physical so big but actually none of those teams I think showed any specific football you couldn't say that Sheffield Awful. Wednesday played really good football Awful. or that Middlesbrough did or that Birmingham did mm. so I'm just having a quick look at the, the Cardiff side 
from uh, who drew to Brentford 2-2 weekend, which is a good result at home to Brentford. But I guess away from home, it's much more different, mm. especially with players like Oatway, which recent times, once again, under Struber, has not become quite the force that it was under Stendhal in League One, but no. it's become a bit more solid. Uh, but, yeah, I, I still think part of that is time rider. Nah, no, I'm opening up an old wound <laughs> here, but it doesn't create an atmosphere when you stand clapping like that. Okay. Hey, don't don't Where's do any, this don't, don't do anything has, for has me. Has a few weeks off and comes another got time round. You want to have a whip? <laughs> he's, been in, he's been in cupboard kicking. No, he's, he's you, you can you can knock all the other clubs, but when you look at <laughs> Liverpool, <laughs> Leeds, <laughs> Sheffield Wednesday, when you've got a song and people join in, <laughs> there's only ten minutes to go. <laughs> Here we go. That not, that not stirring you in your bones. No. <laughs> so we need atmosphere Saturday. Yes, yeah. Uh, well, again, I'll, I'll bring it back to my original point: the Cardiff team. Yeah. Junior Hoyert, yeah. trouble causer, great winger. Albert Adoma, another great winger, very experienced. They're going to cause issues, aren't they? I think so. Yeah, but you look at a player like Hoyert. There's a reason why he's at that level. Hmm. It's because he's hot and cold. Is that an attitude thing or anything like that? But he could have been at the top, top level. Yeah. There's a reason why he's playing against us. So he might not turn up at all. I think so, a lot of the play, a lot of the games that we've played, not many of the big, big players have turned up. Like Jerry Bowen, doing well at Palace now, didn't turn up against us. No. Uh, it's almost like we, we're able to keep the star man quiet. Well, Fulham, while they've, the rest they've got 11 the star men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Not much trouble, were they, at all? It's interesting, I'm just looking at Cardiff. They've got Aidan Flint on bench, who was obviously massive for Bristol City, right? yeah. six foot six. Just wonder if there is a bit of a weakness in that back four. He's obviously not playing, so there's maybe a bit of unsurety there as to who, who should be playing. And obviously, they've conceded two previous week against Brentford. You're hoping that Barnsley would be able to get on the score sheet at if, least twice. If Aidan Flint's playing and you play Connor Chaplin up there, it's it's going to cause problems, isn't it? Not for us. Uh, sorry, not for them, for us, because it, it's never going to work. Well, but, we but if ready. we get... It's got to be correct balls and, and clever balls. If we can get behind him... Yeah. Get it flooded. Get it flooded. <laughs> exactly. And I think, you know, when we were losing at Reading, I, I actually thought five, ten minutes to go, just, just get, get Woodrow up there. We're losing anyway. You might as well lose 3-0 to 2-0 or whatever. Um... I think it's all about belief. Woodrow is scoring goals. Chaplin is still scoring goals. I think... Um, Brown needs to score more goals. Yeah, yeah. I think he's contributing loads and loads to the side. His assists. He's... He just... If he goes through, I'm not convinced. Uh, yes, he's finishing not brilliant, but I feel that he does bring enough to the team. Oh, no, bring... No, I'm and not, if he is to assist oh, two on Saturday... That's what I was missing from his and, game. And the thing is as well, yeah. when I was talking the yeah. other day, my people saying, oh, no, he's not, he's not on the wing. Who do you replace him with? Great leap as well, Brown. Yeah. Yeah, massive. Often, yeah, in yeah. one of the matches, I don't know if it was Middlesbrough or whatever, every header he won. And it's not a case of his physicality, it's a case of he judges the flight of the ball yeah. and the, his run and spring to win the ball better than other players in the league. Yeah. Smith obviously came off bench for Chaplin. You don't foresee him partaking in starting 11? Well, I, I, I bring him off bench uh, in the Millwall game just because he got the win the last time and gets in your head, doesn't it? Gets in your head. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I mean, I'm happy. I'm happy for him to be our, well, maybe fourth choice if he class Woodrow's, right? I've, I've no issue with that. I think his movement's actually very, very good. And I wonder if Schmidt and Brown had played a bit more together, maybe he'd get more chances. Because his movement in the box is very good. It's just it's the physicality, isn't it? That's always been my sort of moaning point, is when you see Chaplin... 90 minutes just laying down on the floor because he's given absolutely everything. everything why not 50 minutes before take him off and give somebody else mm. keep that energy and that pace up especially up front and, and keep causing problems for 90 minutes I mean the general play of Chaplin isn't actually that fantastic no, but it's just clever isn't can't it? doubt the stats that he's got and in a small space he'll get mm. that shot off so yeah change of shape on Saturday previous Saturday do you expect to see the diamond back come uh, come this Saturday oh, Are diamonds forever Carl? I'd, I'd just I give up trying to second guess him, which mm. I think is good because I've sat in this Cardiff position know what albeit we're a few minutes, or few weeks yeah. ago, saying we become a bit too predictable because if we always play like this, so actually making those changes, it's worked. Isn't so it? Pete, if we are to go back to the diamond, uh, you're obviously going to see one of the defenders not play. Mm. Thomas came off the bench on Saturday. Mm. Did he do enough to warrant a start? No, 
No, fair <laughs> enough. Good <laughs> not, question. No, Rich Meyer, not a midfielder, leaves too much space in behind. I like him as a footballer, but uh, mm. I think a lot of the fans like him because he runs for it. He runs yes. a lot, doesn't he? He's Jim O'Brien because he runs a lot. Yeah, so did Chris Gagnell. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Rich Meyer started instead of Bearer. Would you expect to see Bearer back in? Bearer does it's like it well. One. I mean, I, 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 I'm big. I'm a signed up member to the Michael Stephen Bearer fan club. Yes, you still owe me your fees, by the way. And I don't like. I don't think. A lot of the fans don't realise how many tackles he puts in, you know. Mm. Yeah. He's, he's a dirty little sod. And, and, he's bearer. He and just looks like a little child, doesn't he? He's dirty. And at times, I think he's, he's the most technically gifted footballer that we've got. Yeah. I think, I think he is small, the most technically yeah. gifted. And I, I'd start him. I wouldn't start with Rich Meyer. I'd start with Bearer. To me, Rich Meyer's not enough yet, and if I don't feel like he's settled. Mm. But, but, again, maybe, maybe Rich Meyer plays the midweek game. Carlo, what's the score going to be? Uh, who's going to get them? We're going to win 2 1. Yes. Uh, Woodrow first goal. Who's going to get a second one? The second one, see, I keep thinking that Halmey is going to, from a set piece or whatever. Let, uh, why not? Few, Wood, Woodrow and Halmey. 90th minute winner, Halmey. Uh, 85th. Let's be precise. Pete? 3 uh, 1. Barnsley? Mm. Goodness, we really need them points, don't we? Mm, definitely. Goal scorers? Brown, Woodrow. Own goal, interesting. <laughs> like better keeper. I'm going to see. I'm going to see Barnsley be absolutely solid at the back, and I think we're going to win. Win one 0 And I think Brown's going to score just because you've been getting on at him. Yeah, and I'm fine with that. Yeah, and I think he'll he's going to ram it down yeah, your throat, and then I'm going to ram it down your throat next fine week. With it. No worries, I'm not bothered. Carlo, nice to have you back. Have you enjoyed yeah. yourself? Yes, I have, as I always do. Just one last point, actually, before I say goodbye. Oh, well, there's a bit of music. Gaz, our friend Gaz. Yeah, he's going to cycle all the way from Scotland to the first match of the season. Just yes. thought we'd mention him. Gaz Athersley Reds. Not bad. There's a co-fundraiser. It's for uh, the Liam Jones Foundation. It is downhill, It is downhill. Yeah, uh, I did think long and hard about it for about 20 seconds and thought, I'll donate. Yes, we're going to donate. Like it's the Red Report. Flat, yeah. Thanks for coming back. Yeah, no worries. I'll see you next week. Oh, that'll be brilliant. Are you oh, going to see me Saturday? Yeah, they'll be this. Of course I will. We'll sit next to each other, can't we? Yeah, I've missed you. Oh, thanks. Don't tell Pete, us. thanks for joining us, mate. I know you're a very busy man. It's nice to take you out of schedule. You're Z-lister. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy with that. <laughs> You've been listening to Reds Report. He's been Carlo Van der Watering. He's been Pete Selwood. I've been Chris Ridgard. Have a great week. You Reds. Fans. The vibe. Jump. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. It's the 90th minute. All your mates are around. You've got your McDonald's share boxes ready to go. Ian's already got booked for double dipping. And Steve has stolen the last nugget. You're snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? You reds? At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. The Talk Sport Fan Network.
Talksport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the Talksport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search Talksport Fan Network.